Okay, praise the Lord. So this episode of Say No to the Works of the Flesh is will be hosted by um, Pastor Chimdi and Pastor Funke of Chimdi Aona Ministry International. Praise God. Um, the key scriptures we're going to be using for our discussion on this campaign, this spiritual campaign, is um, Galatians 5, verse 19 to 20. Um, reading from the King James Version, it says, Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies. We also have verse 21 says, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like, of which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they we do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Our goal is to raise many to completeness in Christ as a ministry, and we trust God, you listener, that you will be one of those who will inherit the kingdom of God. So please join us in all of our episodes. Tell a friend, tell a family, and join us, and we all together get the necessary informations, be well armed for you know to, to, to stand against the practice of the works of the flesh. God bless you. Welcome to this episode of the spiritual campaign that say no to works of the flesh. Now this is a campaign that by the help of the Holy Spirit um, is geared at helping the church of Jesus say no to the operations of the works of the flesh. You know the works of the flesh are evident in our daily lives and our daily operations and most of the times we never know when we just get into um, working in these works of the flesh. And so this campaign is stuck that we knowing what they are because you know over the years in the church of Jesus we have thought a lot of things but we've not really taken our time to teach on the works of the flesh so we can know what these things are like they say what is known can kill you amen so the purpose of this is for us to know what the works of the flesh are and then know how to prevent ourselves from operating in these works of the flesh amen to jesus once again i welcome you to this campaign this is say no to works of the flesh and you know we're going to be understanding you know in the course of this teaching what the works of the flesh and this campaign the works of the flesh are we're going to be examining every one of them one after the other we're going to take time to examine them to know them and then so in this light we will not fall victims of these deceptive acts of the devil remember the devil is deceptive he beguiled Eve in the garden of eden and he always tries to beguile us so this is why we must know the works of the flesh and also take deliberate action by the help of the holy spirit and the dependence on the grace of god to say no to works of the flesh In scriptures, we admonish about the works of the flesh. Firstly, let us consider what are the works of the flesh. Um, the word works is from the Greek word ergon. And um, Thea defines ergon as business, employment, that which anyone is occupying. Hence, the works of the flesh are those fleshy tendencies, attitudes, and mindsets that keep us employed and occupied. 
As believers, when we are employed and occupied by fleshy tendencies, we are flesh-led and carnal Christians who walk for the flesh and not the Holy Spirit. And so long as we walk for our flesh, we cannot walk for the Holy Spirit and vice versa. Also, when we walk for the flesh, we are subject to the dictates of our flesh, thus we are slaves to it. As slaves, we will have no control over our fleshy desires and must do what the flesh dictates for time. Alright, praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to Jesus. Praise Jesus. Yeah, once again we're back on um, um, say no to works of the flesh. And um, um, we thank God for how far the Lord has helped us. We've studied quite a lot about the works of the flesh and we are still on the journey. Like never before we need these studies. Mm. Because in these times we live in where <laughs> evil has become, you know, a household thing that is accepted by many, we need to go back to some tenets in the word of God that many of us have put aside or have forgotten. Mm. And so that's the purpose. And some don't even know it's existing. Some don't know it's existing, exactly. You know, you know, some of the times you may ask some Christians what is the work, uh, works of the flesh and they be not they cannot really tell you that they know anything about that, you know. And many of us have been able to excuse many of our attitudes for different reasons. And um, it's hampering us and preventing us from fulfilling, you know, our God-given destiny. Amen to Jesus. Amen. So we are touching on such issues so that we can help ourselves. Nobody's here judging anybody. Um, we are not perfect. We are growing in perfection. We are asking the Lord to keep working on us. But we must do ourselves the favor of reminding ourselves of some aspects of the Bible that we have. Let me use the word we have closed up, yeah. or we have totally some of us have removed it from our bibles in our mind amen, amen. we have to remind ourselves of these uh, places in the bible so we can live the kind of life that god has destined for us to live praise god forevermore hallelujah all right so we stopped up at lasciviousness the last episode and uh, we're going to be continuing on lasciviousness because there are quite a lot of uh, words that explain lasciviousness and we're going to be looking at them one after the other and today we're looking at another word that explains lasciviousness by Taya, which is shameless Shameless, shameless, praise God forevermore. Amen. Shameless, shameless, shameless. Um, remember, our Bible reading has been Galatians chapter 5, verse 19 through 20. Um, amen. amen. And those are that's where the works of the flesh are. You know, most of the times Christians are quick at taking many things that the apostle Paul said, but they don't like taking some other things he said. Selective Christianity has been of our greatest undoing in the church. Mm. We choose what we want. And we choose what we don't want. Mm. So we have been able to carry our Bibles and remove some part of the Bible for ourselves mm. and use some other part. Apostle Paul talked on grace, but he also talked on works of the flesh. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Yeah, so that's why we are looking at this. While we are talking on grace, we also talk on the works of the flesh. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. All right, so. A word that defines lasciviousness is shamelessness. Amen to Jesus. Alright, the Merameksta dictionary defines shameless as insensible to disgrace. Insensible to disgrace. I believe this is making a lot of sense now. Um, over the, um, the, the, the weeks and months, we have been seeing a lot of this hitting the 
internet space are we together mm. where we see that um people are no longer sensible to what used to be disgrace praise god forevermore in fact over the years disgrace is no longer disgrace again people you know um are no longer i'm, I'm talking about i'm talking about even christian folks praise god forevermore mm. because i actually cannot um talk with or talk to the unsaved um in this aspect works of the flesh is not to the unbelievers it's to the church because Paul was writing to the church in Galatia, yeah. So it's the church we are talking about here. I'm not talking about unbeliever. I'm talking about the unsaved. The unsaved, the unsaved. That's why they do what they are doing. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. And so the only solution to them is salvation. But now, when a Christ, when a person is saved and is still doing what non-believer is. a non-believer is doing, then we are dealing with the issue of the works of the, the flesh. Amen. To just and then it yeah. has to be addressed. Um, it has to be addressed. It's not like a person is not born again. He's born again. Yes. The spirit is perfect, yes. He has been saved by grace, not by works. But he, such an individual has to really deal with some issues. And um, you have to address it squarely. Praise God forevermore. Alright, so insensible to disgrace. To disgrace. Um, um, this means that a shameless person has lost his or her basic sense of reasoning, which makes him or her sensitive to and detest disgrace. Now, so um, there's a basic sense of reasoning that makes an individual sensible or sensitive to disgrace. It's in everybody. It's in everybody. Um, the actual part is that even some who are actually not born again, you see that um, when they, they are disgraced, they, they feel it initially. Are you get what I'm saying? Mm. And some of the times they try to cover up, but they feel it. Are you get what I'm saying? But well, the situation where you're no longer, when the person is no longer sensitive to disgrace again, he has lost a part of reasoning. That aspect of reasoning has shut out. Yeah. Whatever might have led to the shutting out of that aspect of reasoning, it's um, what you know. We 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 are, we are going to be you know trusting the Lord to help us you know deal with uh, uh, as as we go on. Even when people are not born again, you know, get involved in some kind of acts. You see that even they still have a part of their reasoning that troubles them. Mm-hmm. Some of them that take to some kind of addictions like alcohol, you know, um, Indian hemp and the likes. What they are trying to do is to shut out that reasoning that is making them sensible and sensitive to disgrace. Mm-hmm. Are you get what I'm saying? That's what they are doing. They are trying to shut it out. They are trying to shut it out. Some of them use loud music some of them use patting some of them use different things to shut out i'm talking about the unsaved now the unbelievers so you get what i'm saying yeah. they use these different narcotics they they use dope they use these different things to try to shut out you know that voice voice of reason that's te- making them understand that they have been disgraced but now when they get to a point where that reasoning can no longer happen again it means that, let me use the word, it has become a psychological issue. Can you get what I'm saying? Yeah. It has become a psychological issue. And, um, and I'm talking about that, it's not just, every psychological issue is a spirit, it's the end result of a spiritual issue. <laughs> yeah, are you getting me? I think that's what uh, Paul refers to as a seared conscience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When, when we're dealing with believers now. Um, because for, for the unbeliever, you can't be talking about a seared conscience. For the unbeliever, is not saved. His conscience is dead. is dead. Are you get what I'm saying? We're dealing with believers now, so um, um, unbelievers are not really the ones we are really talking with here. Mm. We're talking with believers here, and 
a believer who falls into this category, you are not being condemned. Nobody is condemning you. Jesus was not sent by the Father to condemn the world. Are you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we have no right to condemn anybody. But we are trying to bring an awakening that if you're beginning to get into this situation, then something is going wrong. You have to do what? Make adjustments. Make adjustments. All right. Amen to Jesus. Amen. In a Christian dome, shamelessness implies that a Christian works for the flesh and is insensible to the disgrace that results from working for the flesh. Mm. Are you get what I'm saying? Yeah, and um, we can't say much, but we all see what's happening today in the Christian dome. We see what's happening in the church today. We see Christians working for the flesh, and you know, they, 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 they are insensible to the disgrace that results from working for the flesh. Insensible, very insensible, and it's heart aching. Amen. Amen. Disgrace develops from working for the flesh by living contrary to the word of God. We hear and profess. That's what that's what brings about this grace. Working for the flesh, and when you work for the flesh, you live contrary to the word of God. You hear and you profess. So once you begin to live contrary to the word of God, we hear and profess. We are automatically what working for what for the flesh. It's as simple as that. What does it mean to work for the flesh? Simple. Living contrary to the word of God, we hear and what profess. Some of us have time to read our Bible. Yes. Why some of us? We hear in church. Are you getting what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. By all means, we hear. Some of us hear in the television at home. By all means, we hear. And it's amazing when you see some people hear a particular message and they are laughing when the, uh, the pastor is preaching. And that message actually applies to them. But they are laughing. And they get back home. And they do... In the contrary. The contrary. Are you getting what I'm saying? Another category of Christians are Christians that when the man of God is preaching... They are thinking that he's referring to somebody else, not them. <laughs> I get what I'm saying. Now, for them, the Bible, the, the, the admonitions, the correction, the reproof of the Bible is for somebody else, it's not for them. I get what I'm saying. And it's heartbreaking because these are the, these are the things that give rise to what? Uh, um, um, disgrace. They give rise to disgrace. And it's not far fetched. After a while, you see that it will always show up. It always show up. This grace may take it, it may hide for a while, but it will show up. Yeah. It will show up. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. It will show up. It will always show up. And this is what a lot of times um, Christian folks, church folks don't understand that this grace will show up. It will show up. It will show up. It will show up. Now, the disciples of Jesus were first called Christians in Antioch. Look at Acts chapter 11, verse 26. When you read that, you see that they were called Christians first in Antioch. Amen to Jesus. Amen. The word Christian is from the Greek word Christiano which means a follower of Christ. Now, the Bible says the disciples, I'm reading it again yesterday, and it said the disciples of Jesus were called Christians. The disciples were called Christians. So it starts with being disciples. Exactly. It was the disciples that were called. It's not the everyday person. Mm. You see, so that's why when people talk about uh, we are Christians, we are Christians, that statement, I underlined it because it began to make some sense to me. It was not... Every, people the people that saw Jesus mm-hmm. or went for his miracle crusade, exactly, his healing meeting, no. his teaching t- meeting, no. No. it were people that actually gave themselves to following him, you know, doggedly. Because his disciples were not just, uh, they were not involved in many, many things. No, 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 no. <laughs> in fact, from the, the story of Peter. Uh, Andrew and the rest of them, you see that they left behind their, their, their handwork yeah. to follow Jesus. Okay. 
in our times, yes, you cannot leave yeah. your handwork yeah, to, your to say you are being discipled for the Lord Jesus. But you must give ample time yeah. to actually be a disciple of Jesus. After new birth. Yeah. You know, you don't you don't receive new births and then uh, fold your hands and start um, putting yourself in the shoes of those that have received Jesus uh, 10 years ago, 20 years ago and are actually into revealing Christ Jesus everywhere they go. Mm-hmm. If you do that, you are fooling yourself. Yeah. Because they gave themselves to grow until yeah. you know they are able to reveal Jesus. Yeah. You yeah. must have a revelation of Jesus yourself yeah. before you can reveal him. And having a revelation of Jesus is being discipled. Yeah, yeah. You know, so Christianity is not a religion. You see, the first church did not start a religion. Mm. It's not a religion. Christianity is the identity of disciples of Christ. Mm. It was a name. They were called. Name is what? Identity. Mm. Is that not so? Mm-hmm. Name is that. So Christianity is the identity of disciples of Christ. Mm. So if you are not a disciple of Christ, you, you don't have that identity. You are not yes. a Christian. So it's not about um, what religion, Christian, Christian, Muslim, or um, pagan, or ATR. No, it's not, that's not what I'm talking about there. I said, we say Christians are the problem. No, Christians are not the problem. Christians are not the problem of the, of the world. No, 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 no. Neither is Christian. In fact, they were called Christians, though it was, but it was not called a sect Christianity. Mm. We are the ones that called it a sect or a group Christianity. They were called Christians. But Christians... The word Christian is the identity for disciples of Christ. And when they saw those guys, their life was a living proof of Christ. So, before you call somebody a Christian, before you even call yourself a Christian, simple, am I a disciple of Christ? Mm. Don't go far and start talking about people because this is where you have missed it up. You see, we easily run, I've always said the problem that we have in the church today is because most of the people who come out and tell us many blah, 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 don't even have church history. You don't have Bible history. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. And then some of them don't even, um, um, you know, study the Bible from the perspective of, you know, the authors. Mm. So they will come and they will bamboozle us, he jam our heads together, give us many blah, 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 blah. I underlined it yesterday in my Bible. I've read it before, but it, it struck mm. something in me. Mm. You know, we have been crying. I'll, I'll lie then I want to sleep, but I'm thinking. I'm thinking. And I was like, if you know, yes, I was telling the Lord, I said, God, you see, this mission field you sent to me is a place where intellectuals can thrive, that can dispute. But Bible's been about the point, book of as he said, for, I think it was in uh, uh, one of the, you know, the, the, the Gentile nations, he was disputing with them for two and a half years. I said, God, I don't know how to dis- dispute. I'm not, I'm not intelligent like Apostle Paul. This kind of place is a disputing location. And sometimes I just like, because you see Christians and you're like, what's happening? But when I read that verse yesterday, it struck a bell with me. They were not called Christians from the beginning. They were disciples called Christians. So until you are a disciple, should not go in and say you're a Christian. Christian. <laughs> so so that's, that's just it. So it's like I just said, um, you know, had to quickly jot it down. Christianity is the identity of disciples of Christ. Mm-hmm. Hence, if you are not a disciple of Christ, you are not a Christian by identity, mm-hmm. but only one by religion. Mm-hmm. You know, because the world has forced us to have religion. classes of yeah. religion. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, you have just accepted one religion, mm-hmm. but not an identity. Mm-hmm. And that is why the world is missing it. Yeah. Because they keep asking for 
where are these really Christians? Mm -hmm. Oh, these are the Christians you formed. Exactly, you formed them. But the Christians that are meant to emerge by identity, you have not yet met them. Mm -hmm. You see, that's why Romans 8 verse 9 says, For the endless expectation of the creation waited. waited for the manifestation of the sons of God. Mm. These sons of God are disciples of Christ mm. that are called Christians. Mm. Disciples of Christ that have the identity called Christians. Mm. And the world is still waiting, the endless of creation is still waiting for them because they are emerging. See, these disciples, they stayed with Jesus for what? Three and a half years. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. They didn't just surface. Are you getting me? They stayed with, three, with Jesus for three and a half years. They were made. They were made. Yeah. They were made. They were made. They were formed. Like they were the formed. Teaching you had, you yeah. know, forming the forming process. Yeah. Apostle Paul says, um, he was speaking, he says, um, you, my children, my beloved children, who I labor for, that Christ be formed in you. They were formed. They were made. Disciples are not, are not um, um, just brought out like that or picked. No, disciples are made. Jesus took three and a half years making these guys, forming them, shaping them. And even in the press of shaping, they were not looking like it, but he kept shaping. After he went, all he did for three and a half years psh, began to erupt. Mm. So you have folks that say they just got born again yesterday and they did foundation class for three months and did the believers class for another three months and then they say they are workers in church and then they are blah 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 blah. You can't you nine can't, months in a secular world you can't skip it. You can't <laughs> skip the process. If it's eight years to become a Medi full blown medical yeah. doctor, yeah, you can't no matter what um, tra fast track or whatever they, you can't become a medical doctor of that caliber no? in four years. No. So why will somebody think because you've given, you've given yourself to study, you've given yourself to, then you just automatically, you know, I mean, without the, the, the due process. Even Paul, who came late, had to spend how many Three years, years in, in, Arabia. in Arabia? Three years. He had to go and do what the disciples did. Exactly. Because they spent three years with Christ. Physically. physically. But he had he to, had go, to and go and do it by revelation. By he understood revelation. some protocols. And after he came back, from the revelation experience, he still stayed with Peter for uh -huh. a while. Uh-huh. Just to match his, his spiritual experience and the physical experience they had. For a, for a perfect combo. And that's why I could write three quarters of the New Testament. So it's just, I mean, it, it's, it's, a, it's, it's perversion, or what do I call it? When we have those who, uh, uh, you know, with, with a new best status, already trying to take the place, you know, of... Uh, those who have been discipled over the, know, over the over the so this is the challenge and the world has defined Christianity to us mm. and that's what we have accepted and that's why there's so many confusion so many about confusion. what Christianity actually is yeah. in fact let me know if you watch Christianity there's more confusion about who a Christian is yeah. because the word Christianity is a it's is a cumbersome is a sect or whatever huh? they, they say they make it a sect or whatever of who a Christian yeah is. yeah we're not we're not a sect are you get what I'm saying mm. not a sect it's disciples of Christ that were given an identity because they were seen as disciples. But now the question here is, have they seen us as disciples before they give us an identity? Exactly. It's so amazing how somebody was worshipping the devil and suddenly the, the person is, is said to be converted. And now and has an altar, and has an altar of administration, administration mm. prophesying, has pastors under... And you have... And, and I'm like... You can imagine still have people following such a person. Such a person. It's, it's, the, the world system is crazy. It, it's, it has really made a, a confusion of a lot of things. And 
you see that's why somebody was carrying us one day in the car and she asked a question she was like she asked us he said i didn't see genuine christian she was telling us about her her father or somebody like that, that i don't know she was like this guy did a very good life and everything no but there's one thing that she noticed about us even though she questioned christians a lot but she never questioned us she never questioned us but then even after we've ended our business dealings with this person she still send a message and say i miss you guys <laughs> she never questioned us we're not claiming to be perfect no 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 very far from perfect but i tell you the truth it's only disciples that have the identity of christian if you're only a disciple of christ and discipleship does not come overnight at all it comes over time Okay, discipleship but to be an overnight thing. Jesus would have fast tracked the disciples now. Yeah. But today we have fast track everything. Everything is fast track. Discover that even after while they were working with him and he sent them out, you know, for their evangelistic mm-hmm. evangelistic um, outreach, they still came back to continue their Yeah. Work. He didn't say, Okay, now that you have gone and you have come back with testimonies, oh, yeah. continue, continue now. now. You can leave me alone and, and, and No, they he, came back. It made them sit. Mm. No matter the things they were commanded, they sat. Just have a taste of it. Come back and finish your lectures. Exactly. But today, people just have a little taste. They have left lectures. Left rabbi. They left rabbi. No more. They rabbi, I already know. Now I know everything. Now I know just ordain me. Just ordain me. I remember the young man who told me, Pastor, uh, Pastor I, I think I followed you for like three months now. It's time for ordination. I think it's time for, for you to be as man. Like, what? 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 <laughs> Is that the, the way they lay hands? You see, I don't want to say, I don't want to go into all this because it all gets me worked out. I didn't. I was not born into a Christianity, a Christian family. I was born into a Christian family. I, was not, I, was, I didn't grow up in a Christian environment where it was microwaved and fast tracked. We we grew with discipleship, mm. and I'm still being discipled. Mm. I am still being discipled. That's it. I I will forever I mean, be discipled. Discipleship is, is until we get to be with Christ. So I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't want to stay there because if I stay there, we could uh, leave the purpose of you know, you know. Um, yeah, in his notion, in summary, like you've said, Christianity is not a religion. It's a what? It's a it's a it's, a, it's identity. an identity that only disciples of Christ possess. Yeah. Not just a, a walk around or one that is confused or one that chooses. Okay, I think this one will make me uh, do this and do that. So I, I, I let me just choose this religion, mm. as you mm. know, like mm. many do. Mm. Mm. You know, like a, 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 a somebody of the somebody of the uh, of, of the other uh, religion, uh, uh, my cousin was telling me, and he was like, and there's a lady that was talking to me, and he was like, he asked her, when did you join Christianity? Imagine he said, when did you join Christianity? When did you join? It now becomes a group, a club, yeah, it a group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, may, may the Lord have mercy on us. Okay, mm-hmm. um, you see, they were they were these um, disciples were called Christians because they followed Christ indeed. And lifestyle, not only in words. Mm. A disciple is a follower in deeds and life. Mm. The Bible says um, how Jesus began to do and then to teach. A disciple is a follower in deed and life. So I, I, I always have a prayer with those who are talkers but not doers. Mm. Yeah. So you must be a doer before even a talker. Jesus first did before he talked. Amen to Jesus. Amen. All right. By following Jesus Christ in deeds and lifestyle, they fulfilled the purpose for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit on them, as Jesus spoke in Acts chapter 1, verse 8. 
Amen. It says, it says, I shall receive power shall the Holy Ghost come upon you and shall be my witnesses from Jerusalem to Judea to Samaria to the uttermost part of the earth. The purpose of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit is witnessing. We, we thank God for um, John chapter 1. We did last month. It was awesome. We stayed so long on witnessing, you know, because Paul, um, John was a witness. Are you get what I'm saying? And that's the purpose of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit witnessing, 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 indeed, and in life, witnessing, witnessing. Amen. Most of all, just seeing the Holy Spirit giving to us to shout and cry and dance and pray in tongues and no 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 is to act amen to jesus amen. Uh, so um the the the, the uh, and the, the, the purpose of the holy spirit was for for the for the disciples to to be witnesses not majorly do witnessing mm. it says you shall give after the holy ghost shall come up and you shall be my witnesses you shall be you shall be to be witnesses not to do witnessing today what we see more in the church is people that do witnessing but they are they, 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 they are not witnesses. Mm. Be my witnesses. Be the witness itself. Let your life be the witness. Let your your, your actions be the witness. Let your words be the witness. See, this is where we are crying. This is what we are crying for. We know we are saved by grace. We know that our salvation is secured. Yes, we know. But the earnest experience of the creature does not know that. <laughs> it's only us that are saved that know it. Mm. The earnest experience of the creature is waiting for manifestation fanero is waiting for manifestation it's not waiting for for revelation are you get what i'm saying yeah. we know we are going to heaven we are salvation is secured yes but the next question does not know that they only know our manifestation that's why we owe it a responsibility to ourselves and to the creation to manifest mm. not to do witness but to be witness how we they here if we do not preach, if our life does not preach it, mm. if we are not being witnesses, praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Being witnesses is witnessing with our lifestyle and deeds. Are we together? Yeah. Why doing witnessing is witnessing with our words only. Yes, we need to do witnessing, fine, but we need to be witnesses more than do witnessing. Yeah. Yeah, because the next expression of the question, they, they, they are not moved by doing witness. They are moved by you being a witness. They are moved by you being a witness. And being a witness, it comes with a lot of pain and some of the times sacrifice and consecration. Yeah. yeah. That's who disciples are. They they are witnesses they are by life before words. Amen to Jesus. Amen. When we choose to do witnessing instead of being witnesses, our lives will be contrary to the words we speak. And this leads to shame. Yeah. Um, once um, somebody wants to know a particular young man, she was like, man, this guy, ah, this, that church, you know how to quote Bible. So when this guy came one day, they said, well, just quote this scripture for me, just quote this scripture for me, just quote this scripture for me. And after quoting this scripture, the next thing, he started asking me, and I was like, I was confused. <laughs> and you get what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it's, it's, if you are only a talker, but not a doer, not a liver, it always ends in shame. It always ends in shame. It always brings about disgrace. So we should first think of being doers. The Bible speaking, James, he says, anyone that um, um, hears the word of God and, 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 and do it, it is such a one is blessed. Yeah. Such a one is blessed. The blessing is in being, not in doing, be, um, doing witnessing, but in being witnessing. Are we together? Yeah. All right, so... um. It's heartbreaking to see Christians 
uh, see a Christian who is comfortable to say the word of God and leave her heart contrary to it. Mm. It's heartbreaking. I'm telling you, I'm talking from experience. It's very heartbreaking. You see them, you're like, what's happening here? And it all boils down to the fact that they never understood that it was disciples that were called Christians. Are we together? Mm. That's how we're taking it back there. Amen. Now, such a Christian is regarded as shameless and has chosen to do witnessing for Christ instead of being a witness for him. Are we together? Yeah. yeah. Now, um, a believer who makes practice of shamelessness will never represent Christ well on earth. Eternal security, fine, we thank God for that, but what about it? If all that matters is our eternal security, I don't have a problem with eternal security. Don't have a problem with you are saved by grace, the salvation that the Father did is eternal and perfect. I don't have, but if all that matters to us is just eternal security, the moment we are saved, God would have taken us away from here. Yeah. There is something more. That is why he left us here. And the reason why he left us here is so that we can represent him here. Why is the focus of the church so much on I have been saved eternally and no matter what I do, sin cannot stop him from going to heaven. And our focus is so much on that. I will not focus on representing the one who saved us. Exactly. That's wickedness. Because we need representation. That's wickedness. So, okay, God saved you, and you don't care that He saved you. You're only, you're just, you want to hold on to the fact that you are saved, and you must just make it right. No matter what you do, you just uh, have to make it right. Uh, because He has saved you. Because He has saved you. You, you are not, you, you don't want to be concerned as to how you, you know, even though we cannot reciprocate this salvation, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. but to what extent can you show God that you love Him? Let's even look at it. For instance, can even appreciate him. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. Just that's uh, you. You know we can't appreciate God <laughs> if he's in appreciation. You know, but just you know, we are, we just have to show. You know, you know respond to his love. You why, know? why are we so selfish in this life? You don't want to mirror Christ in any way. In any way, it's the height of selfishness. The height of the height of selfishness is wicked. You just hold on to that part, and you just uh, you don't care. So you live. 40 years after your new birth, 50 years, 60 years, 80 years, and 90 years, 100 years, and it was just all to waste the time that God put you on earth for. Because if he, he got you saved and put you there so you can reflect him, mm. show him. So if you are not showing him, if we are not showing him, we are wasting the time he put us here on earth for. Yeah. You are wasting it. Amen. Amen. So, a, see, a shameless Christian can never represent Christ on earth. You can never. No sense of reason concerning going contrary to the word of God against. Some have said they had to do hot iron and they can do and undo and they don't, they don't feed it again. Amen. Amen. We receive the Holy Spirit to be witnesses of Jesus. As such, never become ashamed of the gospel of Jesus. Romans 1 verse 16, 2 Timothy 1 verse 8. You can read that about what text I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Amen to Jesus. We are not meant to be ashamed. Never should we be ashamed of the gospel of Christ Jesus. You know the funny thing? The people of the world are not ashamed of doing their rubbish now. Yeah. They, they, they do the nonsense and they come, out, they come on air and they come and tell you I did it. Yeah, I, I saw on social media where uh, one of the artists said that uh, a new album is one that unleashes demons. Hmm. I mean, she's proud to make it known. Whoa. This album coming out unleashes demons. Ooh. And if a believer will see such a thing, 
and just take it, you know, cold like that. No, then there's something wrong with your feet. If the devil can make bold, they're not hiding anything wrong. Yeah, their plans are, you know, their uh, their. They write it on books, so. <laughs> They make it. They press it on you. They force it. They even make verbal statements. Verbal statements now. You know? They're not ashamed, though. But we still code Jesus. We, we we decorate Jesus. Sugarcoat. Sugarcoat him so that his raw state is not made known. Mm. But it's the raw state of Jesus that saves. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's so it's so heartbreaking because you see. Like somebody said, he said, ah, we are saying why should we keep, why should we force the gospel to people? He said the world is forcing all manner to us. They forced, they forced us to lock down. They forced, they forced, they force everything on us. They force rubbish. They, they want to start forcing rubbish to our children. And they are forcing all manner. You have to now go to court to defend yourself for the rubbish you are forcing. And then you are, some people are saying they are ashamed. They are packaging, repackaging Jesus. Because there were times that children were used to play with, you know, themselves. They had sports. They had, um, you know, the kind of plays they can play around. But they started with, they brought up uh, cartoons. And children started forgetting the plays they would have played with each other. Mm -hmm. And started watching cartoons. Mm -hmm. And now they are now forcing kids to learn what they want. By showing them cartoons that will corrupt their minds. Yeah, someone, someone said the 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 minds of children are very delicate. Okay. If you are if you are one that is care, careful, I think that's just for Yeah. If you are if you're one that is careful about what you tell an adult, you know, you don't want to lie to an adult. You don't want to deceive them. You should be much more careful about what you feed a child. Yeah. Because whatsoever you feed the child sticks. sticks to the child forever. 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 So we have to be we have to be pushing. You be know? Pushing. I don't know how to say it as believers. So whatever areas it is that you know we are not representing Christ, we have to really wake up. <laughs> and yeah. I reflect him more. Yeah. Yeah. More. More. Yeah. Because it may not be you, it could be your, your, your children. Yeah. This world we are in, it keeps forcing. Keeps forcing. Keeps forcing. And we have to force too. We have to force. Jesus said it. Since the days of John, John the Baptist, the kingdom of God. Suffer violence. So for us to get what actually is us, you know, the kind of life we ought to live as believers, we have to force it. Another transition says the kingdom of God has been advancing forcefully. It has to be forceful. Forcefully, it's it, there's no it, an example is what uh, uh, Dr. Rodney, you know, Howard Brown did when the lockdown, um, you know, uh, information was given in the US, you know, yeah. and forcing churches to close down, people should go home and all that, don't, don't meet in groups and the rest of it. Mm -hmm. But he knew the constitution, and the one that favored him mm -hmm. to continue preaching the gospel of mm -hmm. Christ. Mm -hmm. According to him, all system has been in place, you know, to protect lives, mm -hmm. as fiscally speaking. Mm -hmm. But we believe in the power of the Lord Jesus, mm -hmm. and we can't lock people in house mm -hmm. when they can be in the presence of God. Mm -hmm. But he was arrested for it. Mm -hmm. His choice to be arrested for what he, the truth he knew and, knew and to stand for, you know, Christ, mm -hmm. is a show of forceful advancement mm -hmm. of the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
But when you're a believer that's always checking out to the world, mm. you always obey. You always have scripture to, to back obey, obey the, the world, world, the world system. Yeah. Then you are not ready to be forceful with the advancement of kingdom of God. Yeah, and you're actually ashamed of the gospel of Christ. That's it. Ashamed, you're ashamed of the gospel of Christ. So you know, the world awaits the manifestation of witnesses of Jesus. Romans chapter eight verse nineteen tells us that the world awaits. Mm. And we must manifest we should not be ashamed to manifest yeah. and we must also you know live a life where our words we align with our works um may we all profess christ amen and then the witnesses of him amen in jesus name amen. amen thank you for your time god bless you there you've not made jesus your lord and personal savior um i would want to invite you to make this decision is the best decision you can make in your life and i encourage you to do it now if you want to make this decision please say this prayer after me dear lord jesus i come to you today i know that i'm a sinner i know that you died for me and on calvary street you shed your blood to take away my sins jesus i surrender my life to you today i make you my lord and personal savior because you chose me, I choose to serve and follow you all the days of my life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. I pray for you, Lord. I pray for everyone who has made this decision. Thank you for receiving them in the beloved. And thank you for giving them the grace to serve and follow you all the days of their life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Beloved, thanks for listening to Grace Life Komi Podcasts. We believe that you've been blessed via this episode. We request that you also remain connected to us via our other social media handles on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, and YouTube. We are Grace Life Komi on all these platforms. Also, for more information about the ministry of Pastor Chimdi and Funke Oahuna, kindly visit chimdioahunaministry.org. You can also send us your requests and testimonies via email today through ministry at gmail.com. We are dedicated to feeding your spirit man with spiritual meals that we edify, equip, and engender your growth in the knowledge of God. Remain connected to Grace Life Komi. God bless you. Jesus is Lord.